0: Ghost Heads 2.0 coming soon in 5, 4, 3, 2, Here's something off the request line from Liberty Island. Pilot controls are ready.
1: Always oh, the quiet ones. Everybody getting this so far? I didn't break your precious clock, Roy.
2: gotta get my own lawyer you never studied what is
0: this slumber party stop Uh, bridge hit it it's ghost heads the voice of the ghostbusters online community with your hosts jason hughes luke griselli and ron daniels
2: if there's a steady paycheck in it I'll believe anything you say. Ghost Heads, the podcast, episode 16. Hey, Boogaloo! You're ugly and your mother dresses you funny! (laughs) Hello and welcome to Ghost Heads, the voice of the Ghostbusters online community. I'm Jason Hughes.
0: I'm Luke Crisali, and joining us today is... Do
1: you want me to say my name? (laughs) Uh, You you, kind of built it up for, like, (laughs) introducing me. But but, uh, I'm Pat Harmon from the uh, Ghostbusters of New Hampshire.
2: How are you doing tonight, Pat?
1: I'm doing the best I can.
2: Excellent. Okay. Well, we'll get things uh, kicked off here this time around. We're going to start off with something I think you may know about, Pat. Uh, a little thing called Ghostbusters New Hampshire, a movie entitled Spilled Milk?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I vaguely remember something along those lines.
0: I thought you were the star.
1: (laughs) The star? No, I wouldn't say I'm the star, but, uh, I'm definitely in it. I was there for some of it.
0: Can I I have your autograph?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, when we meet up, I'd definitely give it to you.
0: Now, can you tell us a little bit behind, uh, the scenes uh what's going on with it when's it released what's the plot
1: um i don't really know when it's going to be released cuz uh kevin is doing our editing um so we're we're hoping for a release you know before halloween um kevin just had his uh had his uh film fest he calls it and um showed the trailer there um as far as the plot goes it's basically you know just um we're just kind of a Slack job team, we wreck stuff. And uh, Sketch from uh, Sol- Salt Lake City comes over to um, kind of retrain us and put us through, you know, certain exercises and whatnot, and um, tries to improve on our on our ghost catching capabilities.
0: Excellent, excellent. And you build the props for
1: most of the movie, correct? Uh, yeah, I build just about all of our props. I, I think the only prop in the movie that I didn't make was the PKE meter.
0: And you had something to do with the ecto HHR, I believe? Um, yeah, I can't take credit
1: for the whole thing. Um, I I did do a lot of the work. I'm not going to say I did all the work. I mean, John did John did all the researching and buying the car. Um, you know, we all got together. Um, I cut I cut the metal uh John and uh and Derek um had uh this guy i think his name was perry uh he welded it all together and then you know we got all together again and started um you know putting all the white panels in it which was kind of a pain because you had to cut around all the welds and everything but uh i mean it, it all came together
0: really well so now the name spilled milk is that a specific reference or anything or are you just coming up with a name um, at some
1: point in the movie, Kevin says, uh, well, I, I don't really want to give too much away, but I, I don't think I'll be giving anything away with this. But, you know, Kevin just says, you know, th- there's no use in crying over spilt milk. You know, I mean, we, uh, we cause a bit of damage and we're kind of in trouble for it. And, uh, somebody mentions, you know, how much it is. I correct him and he's like, well, there's no sense in crying over spilt milk. So it kind of all derived from that.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Now, how long is it, is it going to be, or do you not have a complete idea yet? We originally
1: planned for it to be five minutes, and after the first night of shooting, we realized it was probably going to be about fifteen
0: minutes. Nice. So it, it looks but. it looks great. We we gotta say it looks it looks really good. Yeah, so I I gotta I, give I'm, all. I'm definitely two, like
2: excited to see it it um, you know the, the finished product and everything. Um, where, what, yeah, where, where did you like the idea come from for it? I mean, did you just like from like seeing like Freddy versus Ghostbusters or?
1: No, it's really just from sitting around just going, hey, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, and just kind of, you know, spouting ideas like that. And then we all just kind of laced them together. Um, and at one point we were talking to uh, we were talking to Sketch because I guess his family owns a cabin or something out here. He's originally from New Hampshire or something along those lines. Somehow he has property in New Hampshire. So he was down for a short while and he wanted to get together and uh just just from right then it was a plan of you know shooting something you know it wasn't necessarily going to be spilled milk at that time it just it worked out perfectly
0: all right now it's not complete it's not out yet but we got to ask the question
1: sequel um i i don't want to say a direct sequel cuz it's not you know it, it's not like an actual film you, you know like it, it's not an actual movie um i definitely think it will be doing more uh, more videos but um I'm not I'm not gonna say anything that's like actual an actual sequel. You know, um we were asked to do something for like um um some Ghostbusters nine one one or something like that. Um where it was essentially like Reno nine one one. I I can't remember what it's actually called. But you know we were asked to do that. Um we haven't done it yet, but you know we we were really just plan on doing like, you know, a few short things. Nothing no, like, feature-length things or anything like that.
0: Now, last episode, we talked about you guys coming down here to meet up with uh, the uh, Ghostbusters on an island. Um, how, can you tell us a little bit about how how that went? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, again? I found
1: out that um, they're all real jerks. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They, they were actually they were really fun. Um, honestly, like, I wasn't really I wasn't really looking forward to the trip so much just due to the fact that my schedule was screwed up at the time I was having... Uh, I had Sundays and Thursdays off, and we we just hauled ass to get there on a on a Sunday. And uh, you know, I knew I was going to be getting home at like two in the morning, and had to be to work at seven. So like, I was dreading the trip, but like in all, it was it was really fun. Like there there were a great bunch of people to hang out with, and uh, I, I I was really relieved of that because it always sucks when you drive a long ways to meet up with somebody and you realize, hey, I'd rather never see them again. <laughs>
0: Now, how was it showing up at the Firehouse? Was it your first time?
1: Uh, It was my first time. Um, I'm actually... I I hate cities. I I loved the fact that I was at the Firehouse, but the entire time there, I was really stressed out just because I I hate driving in cities. But, like, once we got there, we were very well-recepted. You know, like, everybody... You know, everybody came running over. You know, everybody was happy to see the Ecto. Everybody wanted to see our gear. Um... You know, it, it it was it was funny to talk about all the similarities that we had like as far as gearing up. Like somebody was asking somebody else where like their their trap holster was or something and you know, they're like, Oh no no, no I know what you're going through. I mean we do that ourselves. You know, so it was nice to know that we're not the only organized chaotic team out there.
0: That's true, that's true. All right. I think that uh that covers that part. Um Jay, I think you had something on the Halloween issue of IDD or IDW? For that matter?
2: Yep. Uh, just recently, uh, IDW uh, pushed out a sneak peek of their Halloween one-shot issue entitled What the Sam Samhain? Uh, it's being uh, drawn by someone that the community, I believe, knows pretty well. Uh, Dapper Dan Shoning. And there also is a variant cover coming out, uh, done by Dan. I have to see that the the page or two that they've released, I'm impressed with. Now granted, overall, I haven't been totally thrilled with what IDW has come out with over the last year, year and a half. Just because the storylines just haven't thrilled me for some reason. But overall, I'm I'm impressed. I think I'm going to pick this one up, but I'm not 100% certain yet. What do you guys
0: well, think? Well, I haven't really touched uh, on the comics that much yet, but I'm all for anything that supports the community.
1: I I actually I have the majority of the comics, and I just I haven't gotten around to reading them. It's just you know in my spare time, I'd rather just be doing things that people read about, like killing dragons and stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, like I, I'll I'll pick it up, you know, because it's Ghostbusters, but you know, it's. To me, it's you know, it's along like the same lines of the ectoplasmic energy drink. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters, but it tastes like crap.
2: That's oh. true. I mean, I've 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 actually tried the ectoplasmic energy drink, and it's like drinking amp or you know, whatever hey, kind of weird or like monster. It's just yeah, it's
1: like drinking liquefied gummy worms. That sounds delicious. I know, but it's not.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's because of the. I had some. I melted in my car.
1: I didn't want to throw them out, so I just kind of slurped them out. And it, it's not. It's they're really quite gritty because they were the sour ones. Yeah. Wow. But it was awesome. I mean, it was like because where there were the sour ones, it was like neon tie-dyed. I mean, it looked really cool. But I, I wouldn't. I
2: wouldn't drink liquefied neon gummy worms. <laughs> well, at one point, it kind of wow. tasted like Sour Patch Kids in a way. It's like what the.
1: I found the best flavor of Sour Patch Kids is all of them together.
2: Wow, when we go off
1: on a tangent,
0: we really go off on a tangent.
2: Well, we have to. It's a requirement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure Dapper Dan loves us comparing his comic to, like, the flight coming. Oh, wait, <laughs> you know, I love his artwork and everything. <laughs> I just don't want to read it.
2: Yeah, it's like his, his artwork I
0: mean, is if, awesome.
1: If somebody wants to read it to me and show me the pictures, like in kindergarten, I'm all for it. I mean, I'll buy it, I'll flip through it, but I'm probably not going to read it. I'm just too lazy for that.
2: Now, the thing I want to see, and probably IDW will never do this, would be the the concept comic that both Dan and um, James Edok from Serial Geek came up with. That looked impressive.
0: Oh, I think that's going to cause some issues. Well,
2: it might, but what's different there?
0: Oh, man. What do we have next? Uh, so,
2: Anyhow, uh, it seems like uh, GBTV has come back for their second season, and they're starting it off in an interesting way with franchise film strips. Uh, the first three of which, uh, the first one deals with, you know, Actimobile maintenance and safety.
0: Something I'm sure Pat and the guys know all about.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, we all, like, buckle our seatbelts and whatnot. <laughs> You know, every, every like, 70 miles, we check and make sure the is not falling off. But uh, other than that, you know, we just kind of go with the flow. I mean, if somebody gets hurt, that's their problem. We'll just leave them behind.
2: And you make sure you don't text while driving?
1: Oh, um, I text all the time when I'm driving.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, actually, Oprah I find, I find that I,
1: it's my prime text time, actually. Like, that's the only time ever anybody ever responds to me is when I'm driving. I'm
0: sure Oprah's gonna be very sad.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm sure she will be. And then the, the second one being uh firehouse or, you know, station safety. About how to correctly slide down the fire pole and how you're supposed to conduct yourself in the lab and make sure that you don't mix up food and drink with actual test substances.
1: Well, we don't have we don't have a fire pole unfortunately, but it's definitely on my list of things to get. And as far as the whole chemical thing is, like I'm always mixing resins and whatnot, and uh, I think I'm pretty much immune to fiberglass resin at the moment. But what
0: about ghost chemicals? Um, you're working with unlicensed nuclear accelerators. Aren't
1: oh, the, those ones, those. Oh, yeah, don't mix those. That's that's a horrible idea.
0: I, I don't know. I, I think you can get some interesting results.
2: And then the, the final one is what to do if you meet a ghostbuster.
0: Now, I guess that kind of
2: uh, goes more for myself and Luke more so than you, Pat, I, I guess, in a way. Since we're technically not Ghostbusters.
0: I, I know when I met Pat, uh, I, I was kind of scared.
1: I am pretty intimidating. I, yeah. I don't usually take my hat off, and I had to that day because it was hot.
0: That's another
1: statement. Yeah. The fact that I took my hat off says how hot it was.
0: But as far as meeting a Ghostbuster, I think I I, I think I had a good time with that. Definitely. Uh, all in all, I think these videos are great. Uh, I've seen a chunk of them already, and it's funny. It's jokingly informative, and it's it's a brilliant idea. Definitely. I mean, it's it's an improvement
2: on, on what they have done already, and that they just they keep constantly getting better. It's, like it's here's to having more of them and having them be even more awesome.
0: Well, that being said, um, I think we should jump to the next topic. Um, The $2.9 million Ghostbusters fire pole. Now, I looked this up. It's basically a house that claims they have a fire pole that was authentically used by Bill Murray in the movie. Yet they have no pictures for it. So I'm going to call shenanigans on this. I think
1: it's like Bjork selling it and Bill Murray owned the house at one point or – that's what I read anyway. Yeah. But I haven't seen anything to actually like legitimate legitimately back it up.
0: And I was talking to Jason about this before we started. Fire poles all look exactly the same. It's not like it's an actor or a proton pack where you could say, yeah, that was definitely in the movie. It's a fire I'm pole. just
1: saying, why would they take it out of the firehouse?
0: Exactly. And the house like is sure in New York, York they have
1: right? To build it around
2: the fire pole.
0: The house was in, in New York, right? I think it was. Yeah, it's it's in an, uh, it's in upstate so. New York. But they filmed the interior shots in LA. So that would have to mean meant that somebody went through all the trouble to take the fire pole out of the LA firehouse, ship it to New York and put it up in their garage. And that just seems a little bit crazy even for Bill Murray.
2: Well, and then here's like the next thing though. It's so like when you look at the listing for the house, it's not even a true picture. It's it's not the actual picture of the house. It's some generic picture. So how do we even know that there's a house even on this property? That's the next problem.
1: That'd be awesome if you just showed up and there's just a fire pole. <laughs> I
0: would buy it. I, I would too because of the whole fire department aspect of my life. But at the same point... But who's going to spend $2.9 on a fire pole? That's what I want to know.
2: Who in their right mind would do that? Mm. Um, my, my whole point
1: is Page, it just... He, he was... likes to blow money. <laughs> Who? Nick Cage? Uh,
0: that's a good point. It's just, you can't prove it. You can't prove that it's the actual fire pole. There's yeah. no possible way to do it. Fire poles all look exactly the same. Well,
1: not only that, but why would Bill Murray buy it? You know? Like, he has, he has like, no scenes on it. You know? Like, well, I, I see him go down at once. It, out of anybody that would buy it, it'd be Dan Aykroyd.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: And, and the weird thing with this house listing is, like, supposedly it was also owned by, like, DD Khan or something at one point in time.
0: I don't even know who that is. Uh, have you seen,
2: like, Grease or Shining Time Station?
0: No. Oh,
2: yeah, that lady. Yeah. <laughs> Which. She looks weird. <laughs> why did they even put that in the listing? I don't understand why that was even there. That. Again, useless information. I don't know. Useless information. That'd be more of a
0: deterrent than anything. True. It, it The whole thing just seems completely odd to me. I, th- I think it's just a money grab, and people are gonna say, "Oh, Bill Murray," and they're not—they're not like true fans like us. They're just Hollywood people. Yeah, and well, they'll be like, was- "Oh,
1: Bill Murray," and it's being sold by Bjork. <laughs> B- 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 What's her name? Bjork. I think <laughs> it's yeah. Bjork. Yeah. Yeah, it- it's Bjork, but I mean, like, you this- know, when I was a kid, the first time I ever saw her name, I'm like, "What." <laughs> Even as, a, even as a kid, I was like, is that an acronym? <laughs> How do I say that? You know?
2: Well, it was interesting when she was on Saturday Night Live, too. You could, you could tell the host had to practice that at least six times before they yeah. said, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Bjork. You know it had to be practiced at least six, if not twelve.
0: Personally, I, I think when no one Winona, Winona rider's impression of Bjork on Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live was probably even better than Bjork herself.
1: Um, there, there was an episode of uh, Mad TV where that that one girl, I can't remember her name, I think it was like Alex Bordenstein or something like that, I don't know, I'm probably way wrong on that, but anyway, she did a really good ex- impression of her.
0: And it just, yeah.
2: Well, you know, on, on that note, why don't we take a break, we'll, you know, we'll recompose ourselves and just relax for a little bit and... Get a word from our sponsor. Com. Well, I'm a ghostbuster. So
0: watch it, buster.
2: Nothing like a little commercial time to help you, you know, just reset and refocus after you talk about Bjork for a good 5-10 minutes.
0: I can't stand her.
2: Yeah, most people can't. Um, oh, I had
0: that
1: name right. Alex Borstein.
2: Was <laughs> was Alex Borstein? Excellent. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Uh next thing is uh something that I wouldn't have thought this would actually would have happened but it's cool to say the least and I actually might buy this. Uh proton charging has actually opened a t-shirt shop and in it they have uh two or three uh shirt designs. My personal favorite is Bass Masters. It's a fishing show.
0: I've never caught a bass. I suck at fishing. I don't like
1: seafood, even though I'm from Maine. Everybody's like, oh, how can you not like seafood? You're from Maine. And uh, I don't really have an answer for that. It just
2: tastes bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with you on that because I, I hate seafood. The day comes when the only food left in the world is seafood. You might as well just take a gun and kill me.
0: I think the shirts look pretty good. Uh, they had the Powerpuff Girls one, which I never actually watched the cartoon, but I'm pretty sure the ladies would like it. I'd like to see what else he has up there soon, because I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of just the variation on the, Go- the the no ghost logo. That's the only T-shirt you've really seen for the past couple of years, with the exception of maybe a few other ones. So, I'm all for something fresh and different.
1: Yeah, like I'm looking at it right now. And I, you know, I would probably get the Bassmaster shirt just because it's a Ghostbusters reference. Without, like, I I really like subtle movie T-shirts, like. Like I, I've got the I've got Wood T shirt from uh, Shaun of the Dead. I've got the Callahan Auto Parts shirt from Tommy Boy and uh, the Paddy's Pub shirt from uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So like, I really just like the shirts where it's like, is yeah, that's that's from this movie, isn't it? You know, like I, I don't know. I had a guy give me. I, I was picking up a pizza at Domino's and the guy's like, is. Is that a real company, or is it a coincidence? I'm like no it's it's from the movie. It's made up it's from a movie. He's like, "Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if it was like a real company, and they just like use the name and you know, so,
0: when an actual fan comes up to you and gets the joke, that almost makes where yeah shirt that that's much. awesome
1: you know we I get a lot of people that are like, "Hey, I like that shirt, and I'm like, Oh, I'll give you extra credit if you know what it's from
2: I agree. i mean there, there's you get different people who you know, go for the the obscure shirt thing, and it's was like, "Oh, that, that's cool," and they just kind of look at it with a blank stare because they're like, "Where the heck did that come from?" And then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's like it's from this, that, and the other thing." And it's like, "Yeah, exactly," and a whole conversation starts, which those are like way yeah. better than the blank stare. Personally, yeah.
0: I'm hoping for a world of the psychic shirt.
2: That would be awesome. But, or maybe a raised
0: Cult. I think there was a raised, wasn't there a raised occult shirt out for a while?
1: Dude, it's a world of the psychic one on on proton charging
2: i- i believe there was a razor cult one for a while. I don't remember who was selling it. I know it was something that was a limited time thing, but I know there was one at one point in time.
1: My main problem with the uh with the licensed shirts lately is just like it, there's always one thing that throws it off. It's like I would love for them to just come out with uh you know just a black t shirt with like a six inch no ghost logo and not not say ghostbusters not say anything like i've bought one and then find out there's like a bunch of writing all over the back and i was like oh i'm not gonna wear that in public that's lame Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
2: oh i I agree because like i I just wish
1: they would be a bit more simple with them because like a lot of the shirts they have now they just they don't have anything to do with anything
2: See, the other
0: thing i like about this shirt is it's one of the few shirts that sort of throws in a reference at the Ghostbusters too, which you haven't really seen much of lately.
2: Right. No,
1: because... A hot topic, not too long ago, the Ghostbusters 2 logo shirt was available, but it was... Like, the logo on it was huge. Like, I, I bought it, but, like, as I was wearing it, I was like, well, this kind of looks ridiculous.
2: Yep, I, I have one of those shirts. And another problem with those shirts were it was, like, 100% cotton or something, so the thing, like, shrunk easier than sin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, also, the... The only ones that I actually found were in extra small and frankly um not that small you hear that ladies Wow right. I hear the crickets <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
2: that that's another thing I never understood it's like why shall what yeah why shall why sell a shirt that's hundred percent cotton because it's gonna instantly shrink so like make it some sort of like but it breathes so good. Well, but there's a point where the whole breathing so good and the shrinking so it doesn't, like, fit anymore just goes out of proportion.
0: Well, the conspiracy theorist in me wants to say that Hot Topic knows that people are going to come back and buy more of the same shirts so they can make more money. I think
1: they're just planning on everybody going emo and they don't want people to have to buy new shirts for it.
2: Mm. Also a good theory. Either that or maybe maybe it's their way of getting people to lose weight in a sick and twisted way.
1: Well, I'm fat and I like it. I'm not. I'm not that fat. Like it's. I could lose some weight, but
0: I I, I could gain some actually.
1: Dude, I could give you some <laughs> that I don't need. Bring it. Like that episode of Ren and
2: Stimpy. Oh, the liposuction transfer episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. Ren and Stimpy and Bjork in one podcast. I, I don't think it was ever. I got to be dealing
1: this one.
2: Yeah, I, I I think so. But anyway, we digress. If you want a Bassmaster shirt, go buy one. They're awesome. Uh, anyway. From
0: Bassmasters, seems... we go to.
2: From from Bassmasters, we go to a celebration of 14 years of living on the internet. No, it's not because SciFi.com just resurrected their site from 1994. It's because Spook Central is now 14 years old.
1: God, I am old. Yeah. Um, right now is my first time ever on Spook Central.
2: Really?
0: Yes. Wow. That makes me feel older.
2: Yeah, that makes me feel old, too, because that was one of the first sites I found. I've
1: only had the internet for like a year. Really?
2: No. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm real. I'm starting to feel really old all of a sudden. Internet years,
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, Pulse site's been around for quite a while. I mean, I, it was like you said, it was one of the first sites I ever, ever visited on top of uh, Troy's and Bill's. And it, it, the one thing I love about it is it's basically it's filled to the brim, not to sound corny or any or cliche or anything, but it literally is filled with almost anything you could want as it goes then.
2: And it's it's a lot of obscure stuff to boot. I mean, you know, everybody has, you know, everything about the movies and the cartoons and everything, but there's a lot of obscure stuff that Paul has that no one else doesn't. A lot of uh, video. I think he even posted at one point in time the... uh, ABC uh, network broadcast or network premiere of, of Ghostbusters on ABC from like back in '88 or something or '89, like January of '89 or something like that.
0: And one of the things I definitely love is the new logo. It throws a nice little nod to us New Yorkers with the with the subway font and the subway logo. It's a nice little nod. So thanks, thanks again, Paul.
2: Yep, and Paul, keep it up. I want to see this site for another fourteen years. I want to see it for its twenty-eighth, or you know, better yet, thirtieth anniversary.
1: Yeah, but the world is ending in like two years, dude. Ah, uh, no.
0: that won't happen.
1: Okay.
0: I, I I have a strong belief that the world will end on February fourteenth.
2: In the year two thousand sixteen.
0: Yes. We I'm gonna pass.
2: start slacking off then. Yeah, yeah, we got we got you know what is that. Five and a quarter years, or something like that. We got time. We have plenty of time. Yeah,
1: I mean, oh, why, you know, why save up a bunch of money and everything for the future when I can just spend it right now? Exactly. You know, I could use a sound kit. You know,
0: I could use an actual proton pack.
1: You know, I've got like, i have got like six of them right here in front of me, just six waiting to be built. Sweet. Waiting to be built.
0: Do you think these will be done by the end of the world? I think these will be done
1: before the end of the world, yes. I think they'll be done before Halloween.
0: Maybe we could actually use these to prevent the end of the world. Oh, I think you'd need somebody to
1: make like an actual, like, nuclear, uh, you know, some sort of nuclear reactor conversion kit to put in there to go with the sound and the lights and all that. I would get
0: right on that. I'm going to do that (laughs) right now. Um, How do we spell nuclear? (laughs) N-U-C-L-E-A-R. <laughs> uh, that's how you spell it. Now the world is in great hands. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, to to, to tie off the show, we have uh, one more uh, news story. It's something that's fairly important. It's the second go-around. And if you were in the greater Atlanta, Georgia area, you should go. Because if you don't, well, you're probably going to miss out on a lot. And that is PKE Surge 2010 at DragonCon. Coming up on the uh, the first weekend in September. I believe that's technically Labor Day weekend, if I remember correctly. Uh, there's a lot of things planned. Uh, the uh, proverbial DragonCon parade, where there's going to be a lot of ghost heads uh in that. I believe last year there was about 48 or, or 50 or so. I'm, I'm not 100% certain on the exact number. Uh, they had a couple meetups uh, set to go. A giveaway entitled Big D's Slime Tastic Giveaway. And that's going to be uh, done during the meetup. And there's also going to be a, a table for GB fans. I'm not sure if GB TV is showing up or not. Have you guys heard of anything about them?
0: Uh, I have not. Uh, Pat, uh, will New Hampshire guys be going down there to PK search? Um, f- unfortunately not. I mean,
1: John's got you know, John's got his newborn. Well, you know, I think he's uh, he's about eight months now, almost nine, and so he, he's been really busy with that. Kevin just moved, so he's kind of broken. Well, I just. Have a hard time getting time off, and even if I get the time off, I'm I'm horrible at spending money. So I've already spent all the money that I would have spent if I went to Dragon Con, and now I can't go because I spent all my money to go to Dragon Con.
2: Mm, I know that exact feeling all too well.
1: Yeah, well,
0: we won't be there, but our uh, esteemed colleague, Mister Daniels, will be.
1: You know, I I think we should just make a movement right now that all the cool people don't go to PKE Surge.
2: That's a lot of cool people, potentially.
1: Yeah, yeah but I think it's going to be starting with us.
2: Eh, maybe one of the, make- Maybe one of these years we'll, we'll actually go.
1: Yeah, but then we'll be the only cool ones there because everybody else will be trying to be cool, and then it won't be as crowded. You got to think hmm. for the long term, man.
2: No, that's true. I got to start thinking fourth dimensionally. I've hmm. only got like five years, dude. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Before the world ends. So we yeah. Okay, now I'm getting a complex. Anyway, <laughs> um before my mind uh totally explodes in uh more ways than one. Um Pat, where can uh people find more uh stuff about you and uh Ghostbusters New Hampshire? Um on our website, uh
1: ghostbustersnh.com uh it's got you know pictures of what you know we're working on uh it's always updated with what events we've got going on um we we have a we have a calendar showing what events we're we're going to um we just we're we're busy to the point where we actually have to start turning stuff away you know cuz we've only we've only really got 2 days a week to do all this stuff and people have been wanting us to do stuff on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays and it's like why would you do something like that on a Tuesday or Wednesday that makes no sense You know, and it's too bad because like there's a whole lot of stuff that we would like to do, but it's just bad timing. Well, it's good to be busy at least. It is. That that, that seems like it's really kind of funny how quickly it hit, though, because I mean, we were just making we were just making Halloween costumes, you know. That's all we really initially set out to do, and then you know, then we did the uh, Manchester Christmas parade, and then from there, just it really took off. Like we always we always talked about. Uh, making a franchise and, and doing, you know, charity events. But when we first started, I mean, it was really just a rush to get Halloween done. Once Halloween was done, then we really took off and, and you know, it was just out of control.
2: Cool. That's that's always the best way to do it. I mean, it just, you know, starts and it just kind of snowballs and you just see what happens. Yep. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, you know, we, we've done... I, I think the event that really that really kicked us off was uh we went to Pax uh we went to Pax East and we were just, we were plastered all over the internet after that so
0: well it's good to get some good publicity
2: yeah i'm not complaining although some people say any any publicity is good publicity
0: i disagree
1: yeah it could be bad publicity
0: yeah that's true that's
1: that's pretty not good
2: definitely Well, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, arguments, running gags, what have you, uh, send us an email, ghostheads at gmail dot com. We'll uh, definitely read them and take it under consideration, or just
0: we'll throw it in the trash. That too.
2: Um, Remember, check out the Facebook group. Just log into Facebook, go to the search box, type in Ghostheads. Where was the? If you want to, you know. We post, when we put out a new episode, occasionally we'll post something for new ideas. Other members of the group will post pictures of different things of themselves in the uniform or at conventions or whatnot. It's it's a pretty cool place. Not a lot of activity, but, you know, it's just a cool place to come in and and hang out for a little while. Well, that is it for this edition of Ghost Heads. I'm Jason Hughes.
0: I'm Lucas Alley.
2: And I'm Pat Harmon. We'll catch you on the flip side.
0: Too hot to handle Too cold to hold They called the ghostbusters And they the end control Had a throwing party For a bunch of children Well all the while The slime under the building So they packed up And grew Got a grip Came equipped Grabbed their proton packs On the back Then they split Run out of our ego The master of evil Try to battle
2: The light is green, the trap is clean.